with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. End of the month on uh, January 31st. Those guys are coming to uh, Knoxville. It's going to be a great show. It's the James Barker Band, and I'm just saying it's a 609 with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Jack is back after a couple of weeks uh, of uh, Christmas with the family, and you're not going to believe morning. who delivered. Well, who delivered? Well, who came to their house? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uninvited. It wasn't Santa. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah anyway, it's the craziest thing. She's going to tell us that story in about 10 minutes. But uh, because it's Monday, I think we should do this. You know, you have to worry about so many different things when you have an animal, especially a little puppy dog. And especially when they're small. You remember with the chihuahuas, you're scared. It's not just the, the big animals that can get them, but the little animals oh, can get they're them. they're so right? tiny and helpless. Yeah, well, yeah. That, I mean, your dogs could get picked up by a hawk. Still. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, <laughs> this is the story, actually. There was, this happened in Pennsylvania. It's a little a six-pound uh, Bichon. It's kind of hanging out outside in the backyard. And a, a family is noticing this eagle's flying high mm. above. And they were just noticing its beautiful specter. And it floated down. And <laughs> so majestic. <laughs> yeah. They, they were admiring the windspan. And this thing's getting down. so close. <laughs> <laughs> so close. It's going in the backyard. It's almost, oh, my gosh. It's going it's, to it's, Oh, my gosh. It's picked up Zoe, our Bichon. <laughs> And I, I can't even imagine that feeling when you'd see your dog being like... Was it off by an eagle? Yeah. It'd be it, terrifying. It would be terrifying. It'd be the worst. Well, they had written it up, their puppy off, of course. They did mm-hmm. put it on Facebook. And anyway, amazingly, two hours later, as somebody was driving down the road four miles away, and they thought it was a little patch of snow in the ditch, but it wasn't. It was Zoe. And Zoe oh. was fine, returned back to their family, safe and sound. But no way. Unbelievable story. Wow. I, I That's just, so lucky. I just can't even imagine. That now shoot eagles on site. Yeah. Is that well they do. That family does. <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed. I think you could pretty much go to jail for the rest of your life yeah. if you do it. But if they got your dog. But anyway, that this isn't related, but it's kind of related to Jack's story coming up in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We'll just, There's a loose connection. We'll kind of tie it all in. Uh there is your tell me something good story this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joy, what's left of our warm weather because mm-hmm. it's going to start to cool off as the day goes on. And I don't think we've had significant snowfall, like a real, I mean, we had some just before Christmas that made it like a white Christmas, which Jack was praying Thank for, which you. is perfect. But we haven't had significant snowfall really in the Edmonton area for well over a month, but that's going to change in the next 24 hours by the sounds of the forecast. So Starting tonight, 10 to 15 centimeters. Be aware of that. All right. So uh, Jack has been away doing the uh, family stuff for the last couple of weeks, like a lot of people have, uh, back to school and yeah. back, back to work for most everybody today but anyway uh what day did this happen this big event at your house this was around i think it was december 23rd because all of our company arrived around the 23rd 24th we were having six house guests in the house for a whole week so Mm -hmm. i was getting the house all prepared and all ready when somebody showed up a little early that i didn't invite okay now when was your first uh um i guess your first um i guess experience with this person yeah well bob was out in the garage and he was getting everything ready and just kind of cleaning up the garage and he said yeah, quick, get out here. You have to see what's in the garage. And so I come out, and I see this cute little white thing. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, it's adorable. It was about a foot long and maybe just a couple inches tall. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. And so we took a picture of it, and it was very friendly. It was very eager to see us. Right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was so... <laughs> so you could, like, touch it if you no, really wanted to? No, we didn't touch it. Okay. But it came up to us, and it was very curious and very inquisitive. So we took some photos, and we Googled it. And we found out that we have a cute little weasel. So we thought until we started reading (laughs) and they said, these things are vicious. Keep your pets away, especially if you have small animals. Yes. We have chihuahuas. So I was like, "Uh oh, get the dog out of here. 
So, and Charlie was going crazy. Charlie, our chihuahua, was trying to chase it all around. And Does this Charlie one, have teeth? Yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't oh, really use them. Okay, but, he's but got he does teeth. have teeth. Okay. This is the chihuahua with teeth. All right, got it. Okay, <laughs> that's important. So, all of a sudden, we he was chasing him around, and we heard this little ee ee ee. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. This is still the point <laughs> where I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, they're so cute <laughs> while he's in the garage. So, yeah. anyways, we close the door. Bob says, okay, I'm going to go run some errands. I'm sure the weasel will just go back to its home. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. He just came for a visit. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was just looking for some heat. So, we closed the door and didn't think anything of it. I was getting the house ready when all of a sudden I hear Charlie scampering around and I hear that in my house and a white flash goes across the kitchen and I was like Oh my God! The weasel is in the house. So I phoned Bob frantic, and I was like, "The weasel's here! The weasel's here!" And he's like, "Yeah, it's in the garage." <laughs> it's like I know we saw the it. To- <laughs> we saw it together. Yeah. No, it's in the house. So he, I got him to stop all of his errands. He comes yeah. right home, and meanwhile, there is this smell that is protruding in my house. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what happened? Like yeah. this weasel." And I found out that weasels spray yeah. when they are threatened and are going to get vicious. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my house now smells like a giant skunk. This weasel's nowhere to be found. Charlie is running around the house. Yeah. And that's where we left it. And people were coming to my house that night. So if you followed me on Instagram and you followed me on Facebook, you knew I was like, what do I do? So right. we went to Cabela's. We ended up getting a trap. Turns out they like tuna and raw chicken. So we mm-hmm. bought both of those. Set up the trap in the house to begin with. Trying to keep Charlie away from it. Trying to explain to my guests why this wire trap is in the corner. <laughs> Just step around the weasel trap when you sit down for dinner. <laughs> Don't worry. The weasel won't get you. And the house smells like skunk. Yes. Airing it out. Meanwhile, people are also messaging me saying that they went to sleep with a weasel in the house and they woke up and the weasel was sleeping beside no, them. No, that's, that's not real life. <laughs> because they like warmth. So I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to explain to my guests if you have a weasel <laughs> beside you? Weasel in your bed. So, yes. Hashtag me too. All, <laughs> all of this is happening. I'm losing my mind. And lo and behold, we never saw the weasel again. He just disappeared? So, I don't know where he went. And you're, you're just convinced he's not in the house. I just, I think he went home for Christmas. He's but gone. I, he's but, not... I, but these things, like they, they, they apparently are vicious. Yes. And they, like, not, and they go for the jugular. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they suck your blood like a vampire. And and but I was just my, the thing that blew my mind is you guys just went, well, it must be gone now, and you just guys all went to bed. Like how did you, <laughs> how did you sleep? Like a lot of alcohol. That's true. I just yeah, that is just unbelievable. My guests story. were well fed and well watered. Just. Oh. To make sure that everyone had good nights, but nobody saw him again. <laughs> and because we were hosting Christmas, that means we were also hosting all of the farm dogs. So we yeah. had three dogs that are hunting dogs in the house. Right. They went a little crazy in the garage, but in the house they were fine. They so were I'd fine. like to believe that the weasel is gone. Oh, the weasel's still there. Crazy sure. story. <laughs> the weasel's dog. Oh, the weasel. Who has it. a weasel at Christmas? I don't know. Where did he come from? I don't know. You got to write a Christmas song about it, like the Christmas <laughs> weasel. It's just like it's and just like thistle hair, the Christmas bear. Can you name so, him? Weasel. <laughs> We're real original in the sweetie house. Yeah. 7804211039. I don't know if you can touch that uh, animal in your house story, but uh, we'd love to hear yours this morning. You can also text us at 103939. Make Jack feel better about her situation. I just, I still can't figure out. I can't, you know, I have never seen a weasel in my life. I grew up on the farm. We live on they the acres. They are cute. But maybe they, you know, they're elusive, I guess. And they do change color, right? Like, I think they're. They do. I think they're. they're <laughs> Great. Don't change color. <laughs> no, 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 come on. They're like rabbits. I think they're brown in the summer and that's white in 
real maybe. winter. This guy was yeah. definitely ready for winter. All right. Maybe he's <laughs> an albino weasel. He found the rarest weasel of them all. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. Sean Austin, Paradise Found, Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We were just saying goodbye to people. The phones are ringing. That's a good thing on this Monday morning, the Monday uh, after, I guess, the, the the holiday season. Although people that uh, follow the Orthodox calendar are having uh, U- uh, Ukrainian Christmas today. How long is Ukrainian Christmas? Yeah. I, feel like it's like I thought it was this thing. weekend. No, well, that was Ukrainian Christmas Sunday. Eve was yesterday. Oh. It's just like the regular one. They have a Christmas Eve and then a Christmas Day. So today's Christmas Day. Christos is for Daishi, I think. I'm hoping, <laughs> I, I don't know. I we'll leave that with that you. Yeah. yeah, I've been married to Ukrainian for like 25 years. I should have it all figured out and was with her for about four or five before that. But anyway, all right, Jack is back. You had a very exciting thing happen over the holidays if people are just tuning in. Yes, we had an uninvited guest in the form of a weasel. Christmas uh, Eve or right before Christmas Eve, we were having over eight people staying at our house overnight for the entire week, and we got the weasel in the house. So Charlie was going crazy, our dog. I was going crazy because it sprayed. Our house smelled like skunk, and there was no weasel to be found. Crazy story. Exactly. So we're looking for yours. Sheila, go ahead. Um, I live in the West End, and I'm on the third floor of an apartment building, and I have a couple of squirrels. Yes. Ooh. Now, if I leave the nuts outside, then the blue jays get them. Right. So in the summertime, I open the balcony door a little bit, and my boyfriend sits on the couch and puts um, peanuts on either his shoulder or his knees. Yeah. <laughs> they come in, they grab the peanuts, they sit there, they look at him sit there for a minute, and they leave. And we've been doing this with them for months. Wow. wow. I, I bet your landlord would just love to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know what to call them at first, but we ended up naming them George and Gracie. George yeah. and Gracie. You are living Matt's dream. Yeah. I'm going to sit at home with peanut butter on my shoulder. <laughs> hey, they, they, they come and they lick the peanut butter it. off of our fingers when we sit on the couch and have peanut butter on them. That's so good. Just everything in your place is covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Skippy <laughs> Pretty much the little paw prints, you can see where they've been, right? Oh, yeah. Aw, oh. that's so cute. I uh, yeah. chalk this one up to what could possibly go wrong. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Tim McGraw. Taylor Swift and a little uh, Keith Urban guitar, The Highway Don't Care. Well, the highway is going to get messy uh, when Oof. you drive home with uh, Greg Reynolds this afternoon. The snow is uh, coming. Really, we've been pretty lucky when it comes to snow. Everywhere else in the world has had a ton of snow, but uh, not here. Uh, my aunt uh, came up from Calgary. I saw her on, on the weekend, and she's like, I cannot believe how brown it is here. Like, they got a ton of snow in Calgary. And you talk about uh, the United States and everywhere else. So uh, I guess we're getting our turn now. 10 Sounds to 15 like... centimeters starting tonight. All right. What's coming up at uh, 7, Jack? We're going to tell you how you could be 25. $5 richer starting today. All right, and shortly after 7, we're also going to talk to the freezing father, our buddy Peter Burgess, who is an amazing man. Last year, he stayed out in the cold for a whole week uh, raising funds for the Stoller Children's Hospital because he lost his dear daughter a number of years ago. He's doing the same thing this year. Things are going well. We'll get an update from him. Jack, you had a weasel in the house. I sure did. Right before Christmas, right before all of my company came, a weasel got in the house and sprayed. And we're looking for your similar kind of stories about uh, the unwanted animals. Uh, make it a visit. Um, so my daughter lived on a uh, on a condo main floor, and apparently one um, one evening or one day, a pigeon got in. Um, this, this pigeon lived under her couch for, we're thinking, two to three days, perhaps, without making a noise, never coming out. Pooped underneath the couch and behind the couch. Ooh. And then it wasn't um, didn't become to light until her chihuahua was 
underneath the couch eating the poop. <laughs> and oh, so, man. Yeah, so just so I'm just saying, Jack, that you might just want to, you know, look under things and make sure that your chihuahuas aren't getting under and eating things that mm. they shouldn't be. Mm. But so finally this bird, um, you know, came out and uh, it had to be caught. And the best way to catch, I guess, a pe- pigeon is in the dark. So... Um, they turned off all the lights and grabbed the blanket <laughs> and ended up covering this pigeon up and, and getting it out. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's working. There's the James Barker band. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yes, uh, Jack is back after a Christmas vacay. Wow. Air horns, thanks. And the kids are back at, at school. Yeah, that's appropriate. I'm guessing, but although a lot of parents are probably pretty excited about that, I'm thinking. And just in time for the weather to turn, it is going to uh, get nasty by the sounds of it with some wind gusts and a bunch of snow this afternoon and then even more snow tomorrow. And uh, Indoor recess, first day? Cool off. Uh, Maybe not today. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. We'll see. Anyway, uh, welcome welcome back uh, to the radio r- regular listening habits because I think a yeah. lot of people have been kind of uh, thrown off the last couple of weeks. Um, we hope you're welcome. We'll welcome you back anyway. Still to come this hour, we're going to talk to Peter Burgess, the freezing father, an amazing man that's uh, putting it all on the line for the Solar Children's Hospital. That's coming up before uh, 7.30. And also uh, before 8 o'clock, we're going to maybe talk about speeches and things that have inspired you because Oprah Winfrey sure did that last night. For a Holy lot of cow, everyone's talking about it. She got like nine minutes, which was nuts. Yeah, She Looking deserved great, it. Though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not saying like take some time away from Oprah. I did wonder, though, <laughs> if they were going to play her off, but I'm like, I don't think they can. No, yeah, no. Who yeah. makes that decision? That must be the hardest job in the world. Oh, like, oh God, yeah. play Oprah off. It's <laughs> the button. <laughs> I know. I do feel sorry for some of these people because they weighed their whole lives. They were talking about the Golden Globes last night because yes. um, uh, a lot of people would have no clue what was even happening. But the Golden Globes are on. And then these people like the uh, the female uh, director, and I don't recall her name for Lady Bird, but she comes up and she's just so excited and she's taking deep breaths and she's spitting it all out. And they, they, they say, I only have eight more seconds. And, and she's waited her whole life for Aww. this acceptance speech. And she only gets that short amount of time. But you're right. Um, it would be a tough, tough call. All right. Let's getting back to Jack returning after her vacay. Uh, crazy thing happened on December 23rd. You have a whole bunch of people staying at your house, mm-hmm. and then a weasel decides it wants to stay, too. A weasel. Wanted to get in on the party. It was so exciting. We saw him in the garage. We thought he was so cute. Didn't think he was so cute when he snuck in the house, and the dog started chasing after him, and he sprayed everywhere, and then went missing. And I had to explain to all my guests, if you find a weasel, let me know. And the best part was, it smelled like what? Skunk. A lot of houses mm-hmm. smell like skunk nowadays, but it's not that kind of skunk. Thanks, <laughs> <Yeah>. Trudeau. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, we know. <laughs> anyway, so we're looking for your stories about unwanted animals in your house. Yes, got this text. Good morning, guys. I came home from shopping with my grandma when I was little, and there was soot everywhere in the house. We couldn't figure out where it was from. Well, grandma went to the bathroom, and there was a duck standing in there. It came down the chimney, and it couldn't oh, get back out. Don't get me started on the coming down the chimney, our place that we live in now. The first <laughs> night we stayed overnight, well, we stayed there, not stayed overnight. It was the first, then that morning, Karen's like, there's some kind of a sound and oh, downstairs no. and I went down and sure enough in the a bird had gotten in the chimney and it was down in the like in the in the fireplace and I'm <gasps> like and it was a fairly big kind of raven sized bird and I'm like oh and you guys know I'm not a killer like but what are you going to do right you gun down the bird well no don't you just take it outside let's you just a tennis racket let's just say I you know three of them in a row <laughs> I took the garbage bag, and it would kind of fly in the garbage bag, and then I'd take them outside. But oh. the fourth one. Mm, Didn't make the bag. Pellet gun. You yeah. have a real fireplace. Has that ever happened to you? No. Oh. No. I mean, Your like, time's coming. 
Like the hole's tiny. Yeah. How do they even get in there? Well, the hole obviously wasn't tidy in mine. We, f- we figured that out. We got a natural gas fireplace now. So nice. So we, yeah, eliminated that issue. I'd uh, love to hear your stories as always. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. How Country Feels, there's Randy Hauser kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt, and most importantly you. It's a 724. You're having a good start to your day back to school for the kids, so everybody's probably trying to you know find things that they'd lost for at least the last couple of weeks, I guess. <laughs> but uh, a nice uh, time off for a lot of people, including Jack. It's nice to have her back. Thank and, you. Uh, we're good to go as far as that goes. Uh, you remember, um, uh, I don't think, Jack, I think you were off on maternity leave when we did uh, Peter Burgess last yes, week, right? Yes, I was uh, But, away. Matt, you remember when we went out to see uh, Peter Burgess, our freezing father? It was cold. Lost his beautiful daughter. Um, Yeah, he was uh, staying out at uh, at uh, Snow Valley. When we went there to talk to him, I was seriously concerned for his health. Like it was just beyond belief. It was like thirty below, and he was just freezing. But he just did it for all the right reasons and raised a bunch of money. Yeah, what a guy he is. Yeah, and so he's decided to do it again this year, and he's on the phone with us right now. And you've been out there since Friday um, at six o'clock. And how long are you planning to stay in your backyard? uh, You know, with just a tent and a fire. Six (laughs) o'clock. This Friday night. Okay. Oh uh, man. Yeah. The weather's yeah. gonna the weather's gonna turn, but you're kind of weird that way. You want colder weather. Well, this is it. This, uh, you know, the slushy father doesn't really get a lot of <laughs> the slushy father traction. <laughs> How about the you know? snowy father? Well, this is I. You know, I'm a little worried about that. The response has been great so far. Uh, I understand you're. Yeah. I don't know if you can. Uh, you want to announce where you're at right now? Yeah, we're we're just over twelve thousand dollars, and nice. our goal is is fifteen thousand this year. We're we're buying a ventilator for uh, uh, that helps kids uh, who are being transported by air, by ground, helps them breathe in a without having to have a tube put down the throat, which is a, a horrible thing. Um, so it's much less traumatic for them, and sure. and the outcomes are better. So that's what you want, right? Peter, what's keeping you going out there? What's keeping you warm? What keeps me going is. Uh, thinking of those kids and the, uh, my discomfort out here is Mickey Mouse uh, in comparison to to what they're going through, and I, I think of my my sweetie pie lab. Wow! Well, just keep definitely fighting the good fight. Freezingfather.org is where people can go to donate. Uh, let's get that ventilator. Uh, let's get as much money raised as possible. You're doing an incredible thing again this year, and I'm so happy to hear it's going well, my friend. Get ready for the snow. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, planning already this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast last night oprah winfrey she was a uh, uh, really something to put it mildly it was it was pretty incredible for too long women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men but their time is up it. it inspired Jack and a mm-hmm. whole lot of other people. I said that uh, I was a uh, tearing up, but and my son then reminded me, Dad, you tear up all the time when you watch television. <laughs> it's just kind of the strangest thing. But it was very it's Oprah. Yeah, it was very very powerful. So we're looking for the most inspiring speech you've ever seen or ever saw and uh, or ever heard for that matter. And uh, Jack, you said that's like top three probably for you, huh? Yeah, that's definitely top three. And you know, I might be ridiculed for this, but one of the top speeches that I've seen <laughs> in a movie, I know you guys are. 
laughing, but I am going to put it all out there. Yeah. And you can't make, well, you can make fun of me. Yeah. But Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, at the end, when mm. she's graduating, and she talks about first impressions are not always right, and if you work hard, you could achieve your goals. That is one of my favorite speeches. Like, if you work hard, you achieve your goals. <laughs> See, no, she did not say like. Oh, sorry. All right, what about you? Uh, the year was 2004. Yeah. It was the banquet for national championships uh-huh. uh, for baseball. It was in St. Albert that year. Right. The year we won, by the way. Okay. Uh, Gizmo Williams was the keynote speaker. Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah. And, like, if you've never heard his story, you have to hear it. Yeah. Because he's an amazing football player, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest Eskimos of all time. Yeah. But his entire family has been hit by MS. So he talks about how, you know, he wakes up one day just looking in the mirror waiting to have MS. And that's mm. kind of how... It's driven his life and, and how you should live every day as, as with as much of an impact as you can. And he talked about how his sister got it and his other siblings and his mom and his dad. And right. Wow. It was, it, was, it was an incredible speech. We all gave him a standing O at the end. Yeah. Well, my answer is not a I, – I don't want it to be a cop-out. And I don't think it will, it will be. But I think the most inspiring speeches I hear happen every year at the Stollery Children's Hospital Radiothon from the parents right. of the children and, and sometimes the kids themselves and the stories that they tell. And every year it's, you know, and you can't pick out any in particular. It's just like every person that's willing to tell their story and inspires people to ring the phones and get the uh, get the, the, the amount of money up for the Stoller Children's Hospital. I mean, that's kind of it. Like Peter Burgess, the man we heard from mm-hmm. earlier this hour, our freezing father, right? So, um, and, uh, you know, another than that, uh, Barack Obama, from, you know, political views aside, I could listen to that guy speak forever. Like, you know. and I'm, He's inspiring. Just the way that he speaks and uh, the things that come up. And I know there's some people that completely disagree with his political views, but just as far as a speaker goes, you know, unbelievable. You know, guy away with words. Unbelievable. It's a 7:44. We'd love to hear your story now. When was the time you were most inspired by a speech? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Have uh, the return to the world Monday with the kids all going back to school. So be aware of that in school zones and things like yes. that. Right. Um, it's uh, uh, certainly going to cool off in the next 24 hours, and we've got a bunch of snow coming by the, uh, the looks of the forecast. We've gotten pretty lucky when it comes to the snow thing uh, compared to the rest of uh, North America, so I guess it's our turn by the sounds of it. Just a couple days. Yeah. yeah. We'll get over it. All right. Um, we're talking this morning about Oprah Winfrey at the Golden Globes last night and her very inspirational and powerful uh, speech, uh, basically about Me Too and the whole sexual harassment thing, and uh, um, time's up. That's the new uh, hashtag, mm-hmm. and that was the new slogan, and uh, it was very, very powerful. Uh, I know that uh, so many people loved it, Jack. It just absolutely inspired you, didn't it? Yeah, I was so happy to hear her speak that way and for her to get so much of a response to it. That means that people are agreeing with it and they believe in it. And I said to you guys earlier, I am so happy that my daughter Kennedy, at one-year-old, yeah. is going to grow up in this new world. All right, beautiful. It's awesome. Okay, so we're looking for the the inspirational speech that you've uh, heard in your life, and we're getting some great responses. Yeah, lots of texts coming into one. 103939. This person says Michael J. Fox when he received the Order of Canada. Another texter says Barack Obama's final speech was one of the greatest. All right. And what about the uh, Charlie Chapman one, Chapman one? Yes. They said here one of the greatest speeches is given by Charlie Chaplin of all people in the movie The Great Dictator. Very heartfelt commentary in the face of World War II. That comes from Paul. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! 
and so many of the great speeches, of course, unfortunately happened during war times when they had to convince everybody to put their lives on the line yes. and, uh, you know, fight for democracy and things like that. And so there's a, another perfect example. Yeah, and I mean, talk about JFK, you talk about Martin Luther King, there's another person yes, with an amazing big time. speech. All right, uh, Trucker James, uh, he fits in with those two. JFK, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Martin Luther King. Right in the middle. Trucker James, uh, what about you, your insp- inspirational speeches? It was a grad speech that Jim Carrey did about five or six years ago, I think. Right. And the other one is Jeff Daniels' America is Not the Greatest. That is a good speech. Have you have you seen that one? Yeah, I, I really like the newsroom. It was a good speech. Uh... Oh, was that off the newsroom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Jeff Daniels' yeah. best work was Dumb and Dumber, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's Jack and Matt, and most importantly, you. Uh, welcome to your Monday after, uh, well, the uh, Christmas holiday is now completely over for uh, all of the uh, kids. They're going back to school. Mm-hmm. Jack, uh-huh. Jack is back. <laughs> I'm going back to school, too. Jack's back at school, the school of hard knocks. It's called radio with. Yeah. Uh, with Matt and I, but uh, anyway, we're having fun this morning. Uh, try not to, to, everybody, the other talk in town is certainly about our Oilers and the mm-hmm. disappointing season that they've had. And now that I'm thinking about this inspirational speeches, maybe we need to get Oprah here, and she gets in the dressing room, and she just motivates those boys, you know. If anyone can, she can. Oprah can do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just imagining. They need something. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's t- tough. It's disappointing. I mean, they, th- they didn't want this to happen. Nobody saw this happening, of course, but... Um, all they got to do is win 30 of their last 40 games to be in the playoffs. So Okay. Nothing's impossible. No, that's what we're saying, right? With Connor McDavid at the helm, I believe it can happen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. even poor Connor hasn't scored a goal in seven or eight well, games. Nobody and has. He had chances yesterday, like in the first two shifts, he should have scored. Like He could have scored like three goals, but just nothing's going in. It's the year that they're just not getting any of the bounces, Jack. You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're just having one of those days where things just don't go right. Yeah. Are they having one of those years? Yes. Oh. Okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyway, fingers crossed for the orders. We're talking about inspirational speeches after Oprah's big speech at the Golden Globes last night that inspired Jack and, and everybody else, really. I mean, people are talking about it like crazy. Yes, they are. And Chris, you might just be as inspiring. A texter hmm. says that the speech that changed my life while I was having trouble at nights and a guy named Chris gave a speech about my pillow, then it has a 10 year warranty. Life is good now. Ask not what you can do for your pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Ask what your pillow can do for you. Caroline, tell us your speech. Years ago, when I worked for an organization, we went down to see Dr. Phil Mm -hmm. at um, the Shaw Conference Center. Right. But he was not the best speaker of the day. The best speaker was Craig um, Kalberger from Me to We. Okay. By the time I listened to him talk... I would have sent my 12-year-old son across the world with that guy. Right, right. Because he, is, he was just so inspirational, a young gentleman. And it's really funny because years later, my daughter went to their conference in Calgary. And uh, she ended up going to Nicaragua with a group and working on a school down in Nicaragua. And then about a year later, they phoned her back. And she went on a trip with him to um, Tanzania in Africa. Wow. Holy yeah. smokes. Um, they have just, they've built like a thousand schools around the world and things like that. Just a couple of young, inspirational young kids. That's amazing. And part of, part of his story was when they were like 10 or 12 years old, they wanted to go to, they told their parents they wanted to meet Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. And they did. 
And they're two young kids from Ontario, wow. I believe. And what are their yeah. names? Craig and Mark Kalberger, K-I-E-L-B-U-R-G-E-R. And wow. with Midui is their organization. We'll have to check them out. That's pretty cool. But getting back to your hole, you would have sent your 12-year-old with them. I think when I was 12, my parents would have sent me with anybody. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's afternoon it's going to start, actually, and there's a heavy snowfall warning in effect for the Edmonton region. So uh, we'll see where that goes. You know, sometimes. About 15 centimeters. Right. <laughs> That's where it's going. That's where it's going to go. You just never know for sure. Sometimes. Right. They say we're going to get a light skiff and we get uh, you know, a dump. Six, six anywhere between and... two and thirty-five centimeters. <laughs> somewhere in that, somewhere there, we're gonna. It's gonna happen anyway. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. Uh, Jack is back, and we couldn't wait for her to get back for a number of reasons. I mean, of course, we love having her, but also the fact that we wanted her to tell her crazy Christmas story about. And before Christmas, she was all stressed. And remember, Matt, it was like we would go, "Hey, there's uh, you know, there's Luke Bryan and Kissing Country." We turn off the mics, and she'd be telling us about this big. Uh, oh group. yeah, everybody was coming to her house. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was somewhere between 100 and 150 people in your house, right? <laughs> Oh, it certainly felt like it. Yes, we were hosting about eight guests over the holidays for a whole entire week. They were staying at the house. So bed you're on. Yeah, bed and breakfast 24-7. Dinner and breakfast. Uh, so, dinner and yeah. Yeah, everything. All right. It was crazy. And so we also got an uninvited guest in the form of a weasel. We were... But not like a human weasel. A weasel weasel. No, an no. actual weasel. Because there I was mean... people on social media, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but they were both saying they had the joke, oh, is Matt over? Oh, is Chris over yeah, at your house? Oh, they were who's over? Low-hanging fruit. Exactly. <laughs> but it was an actual little adorable weasel. It was so adorable when it was in our garage where we discovered it. And we thought, oh, this is so cute. Oh, everyone arriving tonight, we'll take some photos and we'll show them our cute the little Christmas house guests. Christmas weasel, just yeah. like this one here, the Christmas bear. And it was so cute until I heard a in my house and it ran across the kitchen floor and Charlie started chasing it and it sprayed and my entire house smelled like a skunk and then it went missing. Yeah. And it's like, well, where's the weasel? Yeah. So I went on to social media asking for tips, and people started telling me stories of how weasels like to snuggle up to you when you're sleeping. And also suck your blood. Yeah, and that too, yes. <laughs> they they, vampires? Yes. You know what? They are so cute, but so vicious. They go for the jugular. They like necks. <laughs> you run a weasel hostel now. I don't know. It, and then all of a sudden, it disappeared. We had hunting dogs in the house. You had a everyone, trap? Uh, yeah, well, we had a trap. You Thank hired you, hunting dogs? <laughs> Get them, dogs. <laughs> yeah. Release the hounds. We had every Everyone from the farm come out, including the dogs. So we had a husky, we had a lab, like we had all these dogs in the house, going through the house, nothing. So I think it's gone. I think. No confirmation, though. No. So there is a chance, a slow one, <laughs> that there is still a weasel living a, in your house. A blood-sucking, spraying, skunk-spraying weasel is still in your house. Well, I have a chihuahua and, oh, yeah, the one-year-old. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Whatever you do, like put neck guards on. Like I, I don't think know. so. Neck braces for everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Sweeties. <laughs> it's a crazy story. So we're looking for your stories like that. You've ever had a weasel? Any weasel experiences? I have never seen a weasel in my life, and I like forty-seven years grew up on a farm, live on an fair. acreage. Yeah, we had to Google it. Yeah, it was for sure a weasel. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then I said they change colors, and you're like, what? But I think they they're white in the winter, and they I molt. Think, yeah, they change from yeah. brown to this white. This guy was ready for winter. He was ready for winter. Anyway, I, I think Charlie the Chihuahua ate him. That's what I think. That Chihuahua took him down. The way he went after him, he could have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, 780-421-1039. You got a story like this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes. There is a heavy snowfall warning in effect for the Edmonton region in the next 24 hours or so. So be aware of that. It's uh, currently a beautiful start to the day. We got no complaints. Uh, but and anyway. it's still going to be warm, a high of plus one, but we are expecting 10 to 15 centimeters starting later this Snowball afternoon. Snowball snow. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, then it's minus nine by this afternoon. It starts to cool off. Oh, thanks. Bring us back down to Earth. That's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, we've had a great day, I think. We talked to the freezing father, Peter Burgess, mm. again. He's uh, hanging out in his backyard. He's doing it for the Stoller Children's Hospital and that ventilator he wants to raise money for. He was at like 12000 of his $15,000 goal. You can go to freezingfather.org if you want to help him out. Uh, unbelievable inspiration. We talked about the inspiration Oprah Winfrey is because... Because of her speech last night at the Golden Globes. Time's uh-huh. up. All right, time's up. There you go. Just like our uh, radio program for the day, for the record, for the day. Let's not tie those two in. What? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about weasel. Yes, the Christmas weasel. Uh, The Christmas weasel. Somebody uh, texted, you see that text? Somebody said they kind of had an experience yesterday with a weasel? Yeah, Greg, he lives on an acreage, and he says that we had a snow weasel visit yesterday as well. They must have woken up from hibernation early with the warm weather. Hmm. Which could be. I was actually thinking about that. Don't these guys hibernate? They hibernate? I don't know. I know so much more about weasels than I did before this show started. And your weasel was the December 23rd it showed up, and it was like minus 30 at the time, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. These weasels are rebels, I tell you. We're looking for stories about uh, unwanted animals in your house, just like Jack's Christmas weasel story. Yes, Dave. Well, I was did some work out at the lake, and I decided to clean the windows because they hadn't been cleaned in a long time. Anyway, I went home, come back the next weekend, and this thing must have just happened because... What happened was a spruce hen flew right through the window. It was probably getting chased by one of those chicken hawk things. Yeah. Broke through two panes of glass, hit my lamp, knocked the lamp over, got caught in the telephone thing, and when I went to pick it up, it was still alive, so I ended up with the chicken dinner, too, so... Wow. Oh, my. Thank God I'm alive. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.